You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and I'll read some books. I will read some books. I'll read some backlist books. This is episode number 355 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. Today is a little bit bittersweet. If you are listening to this episode on April 1st, the day it drops, it's my birthday. Yes, I was born on April Fool's Day, and honestly, I love having my birthday on this day. I identify with it a lot, and I really lean into my trickster god energy. If you listen to Tuesday's All the Books episode already, you will know that we have some really exciting changes going on here, and this backlist episode, I believe, is my last backlist episode for a while. Not necessarily forever, I just need some room to do some things that fill my cup. I love this show, and we have the best listeners. Special shout out to listener Melissa, who sent me the sweetest postcard. Really, you listeners are awesome, and you make this job a joy. But as I said on Tuesday's show, sometimes I have to say no to some things I like doing in order to say yes to myself. I look forward to getting back to more baking and bean cooking, dusting off my ukulele and getting back to learning that, and focusing more on my writing beyond my personal newsletter. I have so many words and thoughts and ideas in me that I want to share with the world. I'm also going to get to read a lot more books that I haven't been able to get to. If you don't know, I am one of the writers of Book Riot's Read This Book newsletter, so you can find me there as well as still on the newly revamped All the Books with Liberty once a month. You can't get rid of me that easily. Anyway, let's talk about some books. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Song of the Silks Realms by Judy Eilin. Shi Wei is a talented young musician who was orphaned at a young age. Her sole family is a kindly uncle, but then her uncle is killed, and she is, of course, devastated. With no family and no patron, Shi Wei is facing the possibility of a lifetime of servitude playing the chin. Then one night, she is unexpectedly called to perform for the enigmatic Duke Meng. He surprises Shi Wei further with an irresistible offer. Serve as a musician in residence at his manor for one year, and he'll set her free of her indenture. But the Duke's motives become increased increasingly more sus when he and Shue barely survive an attack by a nightmarish monster. It's like, what, <laughs> what's going on here? So this book is a sweeping epic romanticy that follows a talented young musician who is swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young duke. And who doesn't want to be swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young duke? She's living all our dreams, honestly. Make sure to check out the new book. And thanks again to Song of the Six Realms by Judy Eileen for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Underlined. Haven't read a Natasha Preston thriller yet? We dare you to try. She's known for her line of chilling young adult suspense novels like The Cellar and The Fear. The New York Times and USA Today bestselling author excels at putting fear into the hearts of her readers. So her newest book titled The Dare is about five friends whose senior prank goes very, very wrong. This is a perfect graduation season read for thriller fans who can handle a good scare. The Dare is now available wherever books are sold. You can learn 
more about it at getunderlined.com. So again, this young adult thriller is about five friends with a prank that goes wrong. There are dark secrets, a twisty plot, and creepy I know what you did last summer vibes. So if you, you know, it's graduation season, you want to revel in that, but like make it scary. You know what I mean? Pick up The Dare by Natasha Preston. And thanks again to Underline for sponsoring this episode. For my first pick, I have The Magic Fish by Trung Le Nguyen. This is a really lovely graphic novel that I wanted to share with all of you. It offers a multi-layered immigrant and first-generation story, which is really refreshing compared to the one-dimensional immigrant stories often shared in the news. We get to see this story from a couple points of view as well. One of the main characters is Tian. He's an awkward middle schooler who has a giant crush on his friend Julian. Only their friend Claire knows this. The other main character is Helen, Tian's mother. Helen took some really big and brave risks when she was younger and immigrated from Vietnam many years prior with her husband. She is a talented seamstress and has not been back to visit family in Vietnam since she left. She is, understandably, having a lot of big, difficult feelings about that. Helen speaks mostly Vietnamese and Tian speaks mostly English. When Tian was very little, they began reading library books in English in order to practice and they continue this tradition throughout the graphic novel. The stories they read most tend to be fairy tales, usually European. So Grimm's, Anderson, Peralt. The author uses this to weave Helen and Tian's story with three different fairy tales, so the story goes back and forth between Helen and Tian and fairy tales. Two of the tales are related to Cinderella, one being a German tale and the other being a Vietnamese tale. The third fairy tale is a play on The Little Mermaid, but a version that Helen forms in her mind. I thought this graphic novel was really clever and done really well. I love the use of fairy tales as through lines connecting different experiences and different layers of experience. Helen as an immigrant, Helen as a daughter, Tian as a middle schooler, a child of immigrants, as a young person figuring out he's gay, and his fear of coming out to his mother. The artwork in this is absolutely magical. The characters have so much heart, and I love the monochromatic schemes that put the readers into particular places, stories, and times. Some content warnings for homophobia, violence, and death of a family member. This book has a big, complex heart, and I really enjoyed it. It's The Magic Fish by Trung Le Nguyen. For my second pick today, I have Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Glover Tawab. This book came out March last year, and since then, I have read it multiple times and given at least half a dozen copies as gifts. Every time I read this book, something new jumps out at me. And honestly, if I had more money, I would buy a copy for everyone I know and everyone listening to this show and everyone I cross paths with on the street because I truly believe everyone needs to read this book. Nedra Tawab is a therapist, content creator, and expert at boundaries. I've listened to this on audiobook and read it on ebook and in a physical book as well. My physical copy gets annotated frequently. 
This book isn't only saying, hey, boundaries are healthy and they make for healthy relationships, but there is some concrete advice down to what words to say and how to say them when drawing boundaries. There's also good advice on when to draw boundaries and situations where boundaries should be set. There are so many problems people have with others, loved ones, or themselves that at their core are boundary issues and can be resolved by, you guessed it, setting some boundaries. So many of us don't draw boundaries out of fear. Fear that we will appear mean by drawing boundaries. Fear of the guilt that comes with drawing boundaries. Fear that if I draw a boundary, it's going to completely end this relationship or change it and make it weird and awkward. Or fear that we don't deserve to have boundaries with a certain person or people like our parents. She addresses all of this in detail. I like to think I'm pretty good at boundaries, but could definitely use some improvement. When the author was asked how to draw boundaries without feeling guilty, her answer just broke my brain because her answer is, you don't get to not feel guilty. Guilt is part of it. So here are some solid ways to manage the guilt that always comes with drawing boundaries. Like, what? Someone's telling me my guilt isn't just me being weak and this is normal? Just amazing. This book just blows my mind every few sentences. It's divided into two parts. The first part is on understanding the importance of boundaries. What are they? What are the costs of not having boundaries? The six types of boundaries and more. One of my favorite chapters of this section is on what boundary violations look like. It feels weird to say favorite because I was in a full body cringe reading about guilt trips. Not going to name names, but I am an expert on being on the receiving end of guilt trips. The second part of the book is some solid advice on how to do the boundary work in your own life. There are so many gems in this book, but I do want to say I don't necessarily agree with everything. Like burnout isn't always because of boundaries. Burnout is often because of capitalism and exploitation. Saying it's always because of someone's personal boundaries makes it sound like we're all responsible for our own burnout. Sometimes we are and sometimes we aren't. It's a mix. That being said, I feel like I've been waiting my whole life for this book. Overall, it's really, really good. It Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Glover Tawab. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my totally awesome audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com backslash listen, or just search bookriot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We sincerely appreciate your reviews and your reviews help other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and elsewhere at The Infofile, as in The Lover of Information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Bye.